الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون صدق الله العظيم وسفكر علماء الكرام brothers and elders these mubarak nights and days are passing us very quickly before we know it allah taala grant us that life to see the end of ramadan before we know it we will be then saying that it's already now the 27th and it's the 29th and already it's the ramadan has now finished and then it will be like a dream that had come and gone but this is not a dream it's a reality it's up to us what we make of it a dream a person has no control over but this is a reality it will later on seem like a dream but we can make it a very very good dream we can make it the reality of great good for ourselves and the love for but if the time is not appreciated not valued not used in the way it should be used then it will be just something that came and went but there will be tremendous loss on our part that what we could have earned what we could have gained we lost out on that so therefore this is an ongoing reminder that we should be giving ourselves giving one another as well that our time be used as best as possible try to keep ourselves occupied in the amal in the spare time that we have as mentioned several times we need to rest we'll rest and whatever time is required for our rest by all means but we try to completely avoid any kind of idle talking futile talks sitting in groups and discussing just general things or even for that matter in this situation just general we may term it as dini talk and it would be but unfortunately very often that just then branches off into something else so we rather just keep to our amal and inshallah in this way we will be able to maximize the benefits of these mubarak days and nights allah taala give me also the tawfiq and all of us the tawfiq over the past two nights we had discussed two very important topics for the tawfiq of allah taala one was the aspect of muhasaba taking an account of oneself and then was the discussion of tawadu and humility both are very very essential for this islah and reformation that we are seeking and therefore certain things that pertain to the same two topics inshallah we will discuss today the object is not just to gather many facts the object is to try and inculcate these lessons in our life and especially these two aspects the aspect of muhasaba this is key to our islah if a person is truly concerned about progressing 
truly concerned about achieving that reformation, that Islam, then this muhasaba is a very, very important part of the whole process. So we have discussed many aspects about the muhasaba. One aspect didn't get discussed in that detail. It came in this morning by chance, in the discussion before Zohar. So felt that we should try and revise that now. I need it more than anybody for my own benefit and for the benefit of everybody else as well and especially those of us who may not have been here in the morning for our benefit. That this muhasaba we spoke about taking an account of ourselves, taking stock of ourselves, sitting down at night, the ideal time at the end of the whatever things a person has to do, the last thing before he goes to bed or as close as possible to it or then otherwise any other time but sometime in the day sitting and taking stock about himself so for example he'll take stock about his, his salah did I perform my salah did I make it with takbir ula why not what was the real reason for that I didn't make the takbir ula was it valid it wasn't valid so what's going to be the situation for tomorrow will I now make that effort tomorrow that I don't miss it when a person will keep taking himself to task in this manner checking within himself this is one aspect of salah, together with that all the various things, the aspects of our ma'amulat, then that salah, one is whether it was performed, it was performed with jama'ah, whether it was with takbir but then the quality of that salah, how much of khushu and khudu I had in that salah, and these various questions to ask ourselves. Like a person now, he's sitting with that partner who was, he was the sleeping partner in that business, and that partner now has come to give the whole rundown of what happened and now, especially if everything is going to be dissolved now. And both are going to go their own ways. So now every last detail he wants, he wants every last cent also. So he goes into the finer details, what happened and how it happened and where was this spent and why was it spent there. But couldn't this have been saved and was this not fruitless expenditure and all the various details he'll go into. Why? Because it's money involved. But that money is all going to stay behind when we move on. While that too is in its place that the person, whatever Allah Ta'ala has granted him some ni'mat, he must look after it. But at the end of the day, it's all going to stay behind. What is going to come along is his deen, his iman, his amal. So now to take the stock of ourselves, this hisab kitab and this muhasaba of ourselves. And this is an extremely effective method of bringing a person onto fikr. When he will keep asking these questions to himself every day, yesterday he asked the questions and he got the answers, well, I missed the takbir ula, but it wasn't valid. There was no valid excuse for it. I was just lazing around. And the day before that he had the same answer. And the day before that also he had the same answer. Somewhere down the line, some degree of shame will come. If there's some life in that heart, some degree of shame will come. How long? How long I'm going to laze around when the Muslim is saying, Hayya ala salah, hayya ala salah. How long I'm going to just be lying around and saying, well, okay, I'll later on. When I'm going to now get myself onto something closer to deen. And if I'm lazing around at the time of salah, then but how come I didn't laze around when it was time to eat? That time I was there first. Now to ask ourselves these questions and to chastise oneself in this manner. Our salah, our ma'amulat, then even all the various things of day-to-day life, 
One very important aspect in this regard, our muhasaba of how we interacted with people. Because this pertains to our muasharat, and even our muamalat will come in, because often we're interacting for the sake of business. And then this will bring in a, into sharp focus all our akhlaq. So there are three very important branches of deen. The muasharat, person's social interaction and interaction with people, his family, his neighbors, people in general. And simultaneously his muamalat will come in focus as well. And obviously his akhlaq will show out now. What kind of akhlaq he dealt with. So this is an extremely important thing as well. This islah that we are seeking. This islah is not confined to ibadat. That's a very essential and a starting point. Hazrat Mu'ashaf Ali Tanwi Rahmatullahi he used to say to people that buzruk banna ho to kahi aur jao. Insan banna ho to yahao. Buzruk banna ho, he was saying it in a in inverted commas, meaning the kind of meaning people have taken of buzrugi, of becoming a very saintly person. What's in the minds of people? That in the minds of people, the misconception that they have given to this meaning, to this word, that being a buzruk means somebody is all the time a lot of wazaif, a lot of tasbihat, and but unconcerned about everything else. But as long as he's making long, long wazifas, then he's very, very far ahead. Used to mention one incident often about one person, he was a police officer, but very, very punctual on his wazayef. And he had his fixed time after Fajr, maybe one hour, one and a half hours. He'll sit there on that musalla, he won't move from there until those wazayef are completed. So now, Mashallah, person sitting one and a half hours was I. But unfortunately, like very often in these kind of occupations and situations, he was very much deep into taking bribes also. So, he would, people would come to get something sorted out, so he would take the bribe and then get it sorted out. Because he had that influence. Now he was so punctual on his wazaif, people would come in the time when that wazifa is now, he's busy with his wazifa. So the person would come, so now they can't wait for their one and a half hour. They would come and the person would say what he wants to say, he won't reply anything. But then he'll just indicate something. That indication means, they must put that thing under the musalla. <laughs> so mashallah, his wazai didn't get left. And at the same time, the bribery and corruption are happening with the musalla. And his buzrugi didn't get affected in any way. He's still just as big as a saint because he sat one and a half hours on that musalla. If this is the meaning of becoming a buzrug and this is the meaning of being pious, then Allah Ta'ala save us. So, Thamir Ahmadullah will say that buzrug banna ho to kahi aur jao. Insan banna ho to yahao. You want to become an insan. You want to become a human being. Then come here. Because First and foremost, if a person becomes a good insan, that is the foundation to become a good musalman. Because Islam teaches us how to become insan. Rasulullah taught us how to become the best insan. And these aspects deal with this insaniyat. It brings this insaniyat to the heights. The aspects of muasharat, muamalat, akhlaq. 
So very often this is just overload. What I did and how I dealt with people and whether was it zulm or not doesn't even cross the mind. Now this is also a very important part of that muhasaba. At the end of the day to think about how I interacted with different people. The whole day I've been interacting with my family, my children, my neighbors, my friends, my colleagues, my subordinates, my employees and whoever else I have to come into interaction with. It's not necessary to go into too many detailed thoughts about it. But it's very easy to scan through it and like any scan where there's a problem in stop. You don't have to stop too much at everything went well, that it must just pass by. Where there's a problem, then the red light must flicker. Then the alarm must buzz. That's where we need to stop and think. That how did I interact with people? How I spoke to them? How I reacted to situations? What I said? And then together with this, we will detect certain problems. Something happened, we became upset, we started saying something. So sometimes it wasn't, or it was the fault of the other person. But how we reacted to that? What did we say? One was that something was done which was wrong, so we needed to correct that. So did we confine it to the issue, or we started getting personal? The person made a mistake in something, and we started swearing the person's parents, and whole lineage, and whole whatever, every other person in that family, is this what we did? Did we start making demeaning statements, ridiculing and mocking the person? What did we do? So one is to think about it, how we reacted, but then together with that, to now just step aside from the situation. Because we, we want this Islam, so this Islam is not going to just happen by wishing for it. And this is one of the very important parts of life. Unfortunately, because of this lack of concern in how we deal with people, we lose all our amal to people. So a person, mashallah, made a lot of tilawat, zikr, dua, tahajjud, alhamdulillah, summa alhamdulillah. But is he going to protect it as well? Is he going to look after it? Man ja'a bil hasanati falahu ashru amsaliha. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran Sharif, the one who brings along a good deed, the one who brings along, he will get ten times the like of it. He must bring it, but he earned it very well, mashallah. But then he lost it on the way. He lost it on the way. He came home without his wages because he got lost on the way. He earned a lot. He got a bonus as well. Where did you bring? What you brought and came? He brought nothing and came. So now what's the use talking about it? So man ja'a bil hasana falahu ashru amsaliha who brought it safe and sound and now he can take it and go to Jannah. But if he lost it, very well known hadith sharif where Rasulullah asked the sahaba who is a muflis, who is a pauper, bankrupt person and they replied and said the person who's got no wealth, no possessions, nothing he owns. I'm not talking about him. That's not the person I'm referring to. I'm talking about that person who will come on the day of Qiyamah with mountains of good deeds. All this, mashallah, salah, fasting, hajj, umrah, and tilawat of the Quran Sharif, and tasbihat, and zikr, and dua, and efforts of deen. Alhamdulillah, summa alhamdulillah, none of these things should be neglected.
We should be making an effort to try and do the maximum in all this. But also to look after it. Now this person, mashallah, came with all these good deeds. But unfortunately at the same time, وَيَأْتِي قَدْ شَكَمَ هَذَا وَقَذَفَ هَذَا وَأَكَلَ مَالَ هَذَا وَسَفَكَ دَمَ هَذَا وَضَرَبَ هَذَا Nabi Islam is highlighting all the problems. That now he also came in the situation where he swore at somebody, he slandered somebody else, usurped somebody's wealth, he hit somebody wrongly. All these kind of things also he's got into his account. So now these people who had been harmed in dunya will come and claim. And now each person is being dished out this person's rewards and good deeds. And finally the line has not finished but the good deeds got finished. So as a result, how are we going to balance the books? Okay, those who are still standing in the line, now you give him your sins. What he harmed you? Okay, so many of your sins you give him. He came with mountains of good deeds, but then he, Allah forbid, takes the sins of others and goes into Jahannam. Why? MashaAllah, ibadat, he was very far ahead. But he was far behind in all these essential aspects of deen. These branches of deen which are essential. So now, having thought about it, having made muhasaba, so now step aside, so to say, in one's mind. Step aside, and now replay that scene. See yourself on one side, and see the other person on the other side. And replay that scene, and replay all those things, what you said, how you said it, what kind of facial expressions you had at that time, what was the tone of the voice, how loud were you screaming, what was going on, and see that whole thing, and see how nice it looks. See what a pleasant sight it is. And how nice it will seem. And then take it one step further. Then take it one step further and reverse the roles. Reverse the roles and you are now on the receiving end. And somebody is talking to you in the same manner. The other party now is talking to you in the same manner. And saying the same demeaning things that you said. And saying the same mocking and ridiculing things that you said. So when this will become a regular practice, now obviously that is, any person's got some little bit of life in that heart, that heart will drown in shame. That heart will drown in shame and embarrassment that how could I have conducted myself like this? That too was an insan, he made a mistake, but he was an insan, he's a servant of Allah Ta'ala. He's also Allah Ta'ala's makhluk. I'm also Allah Ta'ala's makhluk. And this taklif that I gave to the makhluk of Allah Ta'ala, what was wrong, what was the mistake, I didn't confine it to that, and that too should have been corrected in the right way. I went into all this drama, that too is Allah Ta'ala's makhluk. What, if Allah Ta'ala now takes me to task for that, what answer I have? There's one incident, it has a Sahih Farooq Sahib Rahmatullah had mentioned. One person got arrested on a charge of murder. Now he got arrested on a charge of murder. He was very, very, well, obviously it might have first perturbed him, but then he was very calm about it. Because he was 100% sure that he's not guilty. He didn't commit any crime. He didn't commit the murder. So the person who he was charged for murdering, he had nothing to do with it. So he was quite calm that, well, sooner or later this reality is going to become apparent and I'll be released or this whole charge will fall away. In any case, 
he wasn't concerned at all. And as the time went, finally the case came, came up. And now how things happen, after this whole case went through, the final verdict came that this person is guilty and he's going to be hanged. Now the shock hit him. That within himself he's still 100% because he didn't commit the crime. He didn't commit the murder. And now he's thinking, but Ya Allah, what happened? So now he started making a lot of dua. Ya Allah, you open out this. There's some secret behind this. Because now he got declared guilty. Now this will be a process by the time this comes up that he's going to be now executed. So now he's making a lot of dua. Ya Allah, there's something behind this. That I am 100% innocent in this matter but yet I have been declared guilty and I'm going to be executed for something I didn't know I didn't come with this murder Ya Allah there's some secret behind this so he carried on thinking, thinking and making dua and eventually this came to his heart the voice telling him in his heart recall that time when you used to sit with that needle and you saw those ants walking there you used to crush them with that needle was that not my makhluk also? Was that not a kind of murder? And you used to go on and on and on, killing those ants in that manner, torturing them. And this dawned upon him that I said, I am innocent of any murder. But that was a murder. Because that was now just out of deliberate, just getting some kind of, some kind of uh, fun and joy out of this torture of this creature and this animal that Allah Ta'ala created, this makhluk. One is something that is harmful, a person in a way that is permitted in Sharia, gets rid of it. That's a different matter in the manner that Sharia allows it. But this is out of this fun and joy, this kind of evil fun and joy. So this suddenly dawned upon him that that's the murder that I carried on committing. This is the result of it. That is Allah Ta'ala's makhluk. That is an animal. That's a small little animal. And we are dealing with insan. We are dealing with Ashraful Makhluqat. We are interacting with the greatest of Allah Ta'ala's creation in terms of all the creations that He has created, the most honorable of Allah Ta'ala's creation, Insan. And every Insan is Insan. He might be anybody, he might be somebody who has got no position in society. He might be a person down and out. He might be just a person who's out of desperation coming and doing that job for us to earn that nigger living. And out of that desperation, his tongue is tied. Because now if he says something, he'll lose his job. So he just will keep quiet and bait. But does that give us the license to go about what we want to do as we want to do it? It's also Allah Ta'ala's makhluk. So now that muhasaba, and these are things that come up commonly. These are things that come up repeatedly. It comes up from people who are on the receiving end. And sometimes people who are on the giving and also, they come and complain that, how do I overcome this? I know this is wrong. But I have, it's become just so part of my system because I grew up seeing this happening. I grew up in a system that this, this was the norm. And now this has become my system also. So how do I change it? So how do I change it? This muhasaba is a very, very essential part of this changing it. And one time muhasaba, and after 10 days we'll make another one muhasaba, and after another one month we'll make another one. Then it's like a person who has to take some course of antibiotics, but then he takes one today, and one after 5 days, and another one after 20 days, another one after 50 days. 
then normally that cost of antibiotics is 10 tablets or whatever, he can take 210 tablets, but he's not going to do the job. The consistency in it, daily in the fixed time, sitting and doing it in the manner that it's supposed to be done. The dosage that is required is taking the proper dosage. And he's taking it in the proper manner. This muhasaba. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala one day was busy with some work. And one person came and brought some, he came to complain about something. Somebody harmed him in some way or whatever. So he came to complain about it. But that was not the time to have come because that was a time that Hazrat Umar al was busy in some other important work. And the time for that to be attended to was in it. It was a different time. This person came wayward. So when he came away, Hazrat Umar al got disturbed in that important work that he was busy with. So in that moment, he became upset. He said, when I'm busy with that kind of work, you don't come. And now when I'm busy in the affairs of the Muslims, now you come and disturb that. And his whoop was lying there. He took that whoop and he lashed the person once. That person walked out very grieved. As soon as he walked out and left, Umar al immediately reflected. But now who will reflect in whose heart that scale is all the time there? That he's weighing everything. He can make a mistake, he's insan. But that scale is very, very sensitive. He's created that and developed that very sensitive scale in his heart. Once happened to go to some person who was a jeweler. So he was just showing me something around there in his place. So that scale that weighs gold, I'd heard about it, but showing me this is the scale we weigh gold on. I said, I heard about this, I want to test it out. He said, fine, test it out. What do you want to test out? I stood by it and I blew onto it. And it started, the numbers started changing. It was weighing the breadth. That effect of the breadth on the scale was already counting the weight of that. That's how sensitive that scale was. Now that is the sensitive scale that the Ahlullah develop in their hearts, that the Sahaba had in their hearts. Insan, as insan, can slip up, but as soon as he slips up, that scale needle starts moving immediately. There's a problem here. He immediately walked out and he went and called the person back. He called him back, he took that whoop and put it in his hand. Now who's doing this? Khalifatul Muslimin. Amirul Mu'mineen and that Amirul Mu'mineen is Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu an Lokana ba'adi nabiyan lakana Umar had they been in Nabi after me Nabi Islam says it been Umar radiallahu an but he takes that whoop and puts it in that person's hand and he says you take revenge now that person says I have given up my right for Allah and for you he says if you have given it up for Allah well and good but if you're giving it up for me, then you take your revenge. He says, no, no, okay, I've given it up for Allah alone. Don't worry, I've forgiven you. So now that he says, no, he doesn't want to take revenge, and he's forgiven the right, so he leaves. But he doesn't, Umar al closed the matter there. Well, fine, he said, fine, he said, ma'am. Once one person, there was some kind of dispute or whatever, so it was pertaining to a lot of, a big amount of money. 
So now in that dispute somehow, one person, he didn't really mean what he was saying. He said, okay, okay, mouth, take it. Now, he probably regretted the same moment what he said. But that person took it very literally. And thereafter, whenever the subject came, he said, but you said mouth. Finish, end of story. Chapter closed. He was more than happy. So did Hazrat Umar Lamadi also say, well, he said mouth, end of story. No, after that person went away, he first went and made two rakat salah. When we make Toba also, the Toba, Alhamdulillah, the Toba is a very great thing. But the Toba must be coupled with Amal. You made a mistake with something, there must be four rakat, six rakat, nafil, hundred, two hundred times istighfar, some hundred, two hundred rands in sadaqah. That will bring the effect of that Toba deep down in the heart. And that will make a person conscious of that mistake that I mustn't repeat this. Amarlanu first makes Turaqas Salah and then he starts chastising himself. He starts talking to himself. He says, Yabn al-Khattab addressing himself. O son of Khattab Kunta wadi'an farafa'aka Allah You were very lowly. Allah Ta'ala elevated you. Allah Ta'ala raised you. Kunta dalan fahadaka Allah You were astray. You didn't have any idea of Iman and Islam. Allah Ta'ala brought you into Iman. Allah Ta'ala gave you Hidayat. وَضَعِيفًا فَعَزَّكَ اللَّهِ You are a very weak person. You are grazing the animals of people. Allah Ta'ala gave you this Izzat and honor. Made you the Khalifa of the people. Then Allah Ta'ala made you this Khalifa and gave you this responsibility and position. He's talking to himself. Now one person comes. And he brings along a complaint of somebody has committed zulm on him. On top of that, you commit zulm on him. What answer are you going to give to Allah Ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah? He's asking himself repeatedly. It is related in that narration that he went on chastising himself to such an extent that people around him started getting worried that he's probably going to lose his life now. He's weeping so much over this and he is so grieved over it and he is going on and on chastising himself about this to such an extent, just now he's going to get sick or something's going to happen to him. Now, insan can make a mistake, but look at the amends. Look at the grief over the wrong. And look at that muhasaba. This is muhasaba. The interaction with people and the muhasaba over that. How did I conduct myself? Now, to see that whole scene, to replay it in the mind. And then, as mentioned, Take it one step further. Then turn the tables around. I'm on the receiving end now. How nice it feels to hear those same things. How pleasant it is to hear all those demeaning words. How good I feel about it. When a person will be consistent with this. Not done it once and then forgot about it twice. And then after ten days again. No, daily. Daily and inshallah, summa inshallah. It won't even be months. It will be perhaps weeks, within weeks, that those very base qualities and those very negative traits in our character or that wrong conduct, the wrong manner of interacting with people and all those things that we are trying to rectify, inshallah, with the barakat of the sincere muhasaba. Sincere muhasaba. And as Umar is talking to himself and he's chastising himself, he wasn't just playing it down. 
that somebody comes to you with a con- complaint, he's being very explicit about it, and you committed zulm upon him. When we talk about other people's faults, then we go to the everything we now just spell it out completely, and we'll use the most uh, accurate descriptions that we can get. This person is full of faults and whatever else. When it comes to ourselves, then well, I'm not perfect. That's the furthest we'll go about ourselves. I'm not perfect. That too, the word perfect must come in somehow. Even though it's on the negative sense, but that's all where I am. I'm not perfect. So he's not mincing his words about himself. You committed zulm upon him. We must use these clear ex- expressions about ourselves when we have done that wrong. And if a person is serious about this Islam, serious about this rectification, serious about becoming insan, insan, because this insan then will become a true Musliman. So Islam teaches us about being insan. And the person is serious about this, then this muhasaba has to happen in a consistent manner, daily. And daily with this muhasaba, as mentioned, it won't take months to inshallah. It will take less than months. But then this fikr will come. The shame will come over this conduct. And this fikr and shame, this is the key to that Islam. Then a person will inshallah very easily overcome all these pitfalls and he'll be able to progress. And these things that keep us back and cause us to lose our amal to others, inshallah this will be out of the way. Our amal will be protected. And this akhlaq, that hadith that we have repeatedly discussed, the weightiest thing on the scales of good deeds, on the day of Qiyamah, Khuluqun Hasan, is good character. This is what we have to try and achieve. So may Allah wa ta'ala give me also the tawfiq, and bless us all with the tawfiq, that we make this a part of our daily practice. As mentioned repeatedly, these discussions, this is muzakara. This is just a reminder. It's not something for the sake of just some increasing our knowledge. It's a reminder for the purpose of Amal, first and foremost, I need it more than anyone. We all have to make this intention of Amal, and especially now while we are here, we start it off immediately. That while we have this opportunity, we have especially those of us who are in Atikaf, these things must get inculcated now that it will carry on, inshallah. But if we leave it for later, this has already become part of that procrastination, part of that tomorrow story. And that tomorrow never comes. Today, what happens now, that is what will happen. Allah Ta'ala give us a tawfiq that we start making amal on all these things and we make this a part and parcel of our daily routine, daily program, daily amal, this muhasaba with this intention and with this purpose that Allah Ta'ala make this a means of my complete islah, make it a means of me gaining that beautiful akhlaq that Rasulullah taught and that my interaction with everybody, whether it's my own wife and children, whether it is my neighbors, whether it is my colleagues, whether it is my employees, whether it is anybody, that interaction, that whatever has to be communication, etc., it happens in the way that Allah Ta'ala is pleased. And on the day of Qiyamah, I'm not taken to task for anything. Allah Ta'ala, give us the tawfiq. Decide the road,
हे मेरे मौला मेरी मदद कर चाहता हूँ मैं तेरी पना मुझसा खल्क में कोई नहीं गो बद किरदार नामासिया तू भी मगर गफ्सार है यार अब बख्श दे मेरे सारे गुना अब तो रहे बस्ता में आखिर विरदे जुबाए मेरे
اللهم انا نسالك العفو والعافيه اللهم انا نسالك العفو والعافيه والمعافاه الدائمه في الدين والدنيا والاخره والمعافاه الدائمه في الدين والدنيا والاخره والفوز بالجنه والنجاه من النار والفوز بالجنه والنجاه من النار والفوز بالجنه والنجاه من النار اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل اخرتنا خيرا من الاولى اللهم ارنا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعه وارنا الباطل باطلا وارزقنا اجتنابه اللهم طهر قلوبنا من النفاق اللهم طهر قلوبنا من النفاق واعمالنا من الرياء والسنتنا من الكذب واعيننا من الخيانه فانك تعلم خائنه الاعين وما تخفي الصدور ربنا هب لنا من ازواجنا وذرياتنا قره اعين واجعلنا للمتقين اماما واجعلنا للمتقين اماما واجعلنا للمتقين اماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الابرار ربنا واتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخذنا يوم القيامه ولا تخذنا يوم القيامه ولا تخذنا يوم القيامه انك لا تخلف الميعاد اله العالمين يا الله اوبوس بوسيفو اوبوس غريشيوس اوبوس كايد اوبوس لافيغ الله Allah, we can never thank you enough for your countless sins, Ya Allah. We cannot fulfill one great, Ya Allah, one percent of the sugar that's required, Ya Allah. We cannot fulfill a fraction of it, Ya Allah. Allah, 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 in every moment, there are countless blessings that we enjoy, Ya Allah. We eat the food you provided us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you eat, we breathe the air that you provided, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, that food you allow it to digest, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you made it a means of nourishment for us, Ya Allah. You granted us health, Ya Allah. You granted us all our limbs and faculties, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we are walking and talking, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we are doing all the things that a person wishes to do, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you granted us innumerable bounties, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, but we have been so ungrateful, Ya Allah. We have been so ungrateful, Ya Allah. We have been shamelessly disobeying you despite all your bounties upon us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we are indeed very ashamed of what we have done, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are indeed remorseful of our sins, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are begging for your forgiveness, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Despite our shameless sins, Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are deeply regretful of it, Ya Allah. We are firmly pledging not to go back to it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are making Tawbah in this night in your house, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you accept our Tawbah, Ya Allah. You accept our Tawbah, Ya Allah. You keep us steadfast on this Tawbah, Ya Allah. Save us from going back to those sins, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we made a firm pledge we will not go back, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we will not go back to all the evils, Ya Allah. We will not go back to the looking at haram, Ya Allah. We will not go back to the listening of music and other haram, Ya Allah. We will not speak haram, Ya Allah. We will not swear anybody, Ya Allah. We will not make any ghibat, Ya Allah. We will not talk any decent and obscene things, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we will use our heart correctly, Ya Allah. will not fantasize haram ya allah will not plan and scheme evil ya allah ilahul alamin will use our hands and feet in your pleasure ya allah will not do that which you are displeased with ya allah ilahul alamin we are making sincere tawbah tonight ya allah allah you accept our tawbah ya allah you keep us steadfast on this tawbah ya allah allah forgive us ya allah 
Forgive our families, Ya Allah. Forgive our friends and relatives, Ya Allah. Forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, you shower your maghfirat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Shower your rahmat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Allahumma ghfir li ummati Sayyidina Muhammadin, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma arham ummata Sayyidina Muhammadin, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma hadi ummata Sayyidina Muhammadin, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma tajawaz an ummati Sayyidina Muhammadin, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. اللهم فرج الكرب عن أمتي سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم إله العالمين فقيم وسن فقيم ذي انتهاء أمتي الله Allah forgive all the sins that we are conscious of, Ya Allah. There are so many sins we don't even realize we've done, Ya Allah. Forgive us in the entire ummah for all these sins, Ya Allah. Make us your obedient servants, Ya Allah. Make us your true slaves, Ya Allah. Make us your loyal slaves, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you have been so merciful, Ya Allah. You have been so kind, Ya Allah. You have been so tolerant, Ya Allah. You have been so clement, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we blatantly disobeyed, Ya Allah. But you didn't paralyze us, Ya Allah. We blatantly disobeyed you, Ya Allah. But you didn't blind us, Ya Allah. You didn't make us deaf, Ya Allah. You didn't make us dumb, Ya Allah. Ilaulalamin, your kudrat didn't require any effort, Ya Allah. It is merely your wish and it will happen, Ya Allah. But you withheld it, Ya Allah. You didn't cause all this azab to come upon us, Ya Allah. Ilaulalamin, Ya Allah. And this is only your grace and mercy, Ya Allah. This is your clemency and tolerance, Ya Allah. Ilaulalamin, today, Ya Allah, we are making a firm pledge, Ya Allah. That we will not continue sinning, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we tried finding peace in sin, Ya Allah. But sin can never give us any peace, Ya Allah. We've realized sin can only give us misery, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we're looking for the peace in you, Ya Allah. We're looking for the peace in your remembrance, Ya Allah. You become ours, Ya Allah. Make us forever be remembering you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, fill our hearts with your ma'rifat, Ya Allah. Allahumma nawwir qulubana binuri ma'rifatika abadan, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, fill our hearts and brighten it with the nur of your ma'rifat, Ya Allah. Enable us to recognize you, Ya Allah. We recognize all the futile things of dunya, Ya Allah. We recognize all the trivial things of dunya, Ya Allah. We fail to recognize the khaliq of everything, Ya Allah. We fail to recognize you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant us your ma'rifat, Ya Allah. Full our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Full our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Full our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Remove all the haram love from our hearts, Ya Allah. Remove all the illicit love from our hearts, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your love, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Fill our hearts with the love of his Mubarak Sunnah, Ya Allah. Enable us to live his Mubarak Sunnah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, fill our hearts with the love of Deen, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of the A'mal of Deen, Ya Allah. Enable us to practice all the A'mal of Deen, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant us the tawfiq of performing our five times Salah with Jama'ah, Ya Allah. Grant us khushu khudu in that Salah, Ya Allah. Grant us the importance of Salah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, let it never be that, Ya Allah, we miss any Salah without any valid reason, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, you save us and protect us from this, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, enable us to fulfill all the A'mal of Deen, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, keep our hearts in your remembrance, Ya Allah. Keep our hearts in your recognition, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you save us from all the fitna and fasad, Ya Allah. Save us from all the evils and vices, Ya Allah. You save us from all the things that will become a means of azab coming upon us and the ummah, Ya Allah. You guide us and protect us, Ya Allah. Don't leave us to ourselves for the blink of an island, Ya Allah. Don't leave us to ourselves, Ya Allah. Don't leave us to ourselves, Ya Allah. You keep us under your protection, Ya Allah. You keep us in your protection, Ya Allah. Allahumma la takilna ila 
انفسنا طرفه عين اللهم لا تكلنا الى انفسنا طرفه عين ولا تنزع منا صالحا ما اعطيتنا اله العالمين يا الله يجيب اس كومبليت هدايه يا الله grant 100% hidayat ya allah ilahul alamin grant us istiqamatun din ya allah ilahul alamin save us from every deviation ya allah save us from the whisperings of nafs and shaitan ya allah ilahul alamin all those who seek give them shifa kamila ajila mustamira daima allah give them complete cure from all their ailments ya allah ilahul alamin those who are sick in hospitals ya allah give them complete shifa and afiyat ya allah bring them home with complete recovery ya allah ilahul alamin those who have financial problems remove with afiyat ya allah grant halal and tayyib rizq to in all ya allah remove each one's difficulties and hardships ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah those who have passed away make their complete maghfirat ya allah grant them the high stages in the akhirah ya allah ya allah at the time of our death ya allah allah take us with the kalima la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah allah take us on iman kamil ya allah take us on iman kamil ya allah allah save us from death in a condition of sin ya allah save us from death in a place of sin ya allah save us from ever going to places of sin ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah make our qabr gardens of jannah for us ya allah grant us the shafaat of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam allah give us jannatul firdaus without any reckoning ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah allah all the work of deen that is taking place accept it ya allah make it a means of hidayat ya allah accept the efforts of the masajid ya allah the madaris and makatib ya allah accept the efforts of the khanqas and da'wat and tablighi ya allah accept all the organizations of deen ya allah all the efforts that are taking place for the muslims ya allah throughout the world whatever efforts are taking place in a way that is in conformance to your deen ya allah in conformance to your pleasure ya allah accept it ya allah out of your grace and mercy accept it ya allah ya allah make it a means of hidayat ya allah make it a means of najat in the akhirah ya allah ilahul alamin forgive the mistakes ya allah ya allah grant all the best sifat to each one ya allah grant all the noble sifat and qualities to each one ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah accept the efforts of the ulama e kiram ya allah you grant barakat in their efforts ya allah you make their efforts a means of hidayat ya allah you make it a means of every khair and blessing ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah grant barakat in their lives barakat in their health and wealth ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah allah you grant every khair and every good ya allah ilahul alamin all those who ask us to make dua for them all those who have raised their hands to this dua allah you fulfill each one's jaiz needs from the ghaib ya allah fulfill each one's jaiz aspirations ya allah fulfill each one's pious aspirations ya allah ilahul alamin grant the best of dunya and akhirah to each one ya allah allah grant your ma'rifat to each one ya allah grant your nisbat to each one ya allah ilahul alamin make all of us yours ya allah you become ours ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah allah all the good that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam begged for allah we also begging for all the good whatever rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam sought refuge from allah you grant us refuge as well ya allah allah whatever we should have been asking for in this mubarak time ya allah without asking granted to us ya allah whatever we should have been asking refuge from allah you grant us protection from that ya allah اللهم انا نسالك من خير ما سالك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم انت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهله ربنا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا انك انت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد واله واصحابه اجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله